fear of God and we're his children and he's our father and we love him and he loves us. It's just it's amazing. God's love is amazing. Um, could I get somebody to read Romans 5, 8 through 11? But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son while we were still his enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of his son. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. I love that. <laughs> Friends of God. Oh my goodness. I just think of like people in power. They don't have to be friends with many people. And they don't want to be friends with that many people. Like, And God just wants to be friends with every single person on the earth. <laughs> Is there anything um, anybody want to share? Maybe anything that God did in your week this week? Well, yeah, for me, the past week, it's been really good. So, like, like, with my, like, anger, like, at work, it's more like little things that get to me. Like, just with the constant little things, like, when that starts happening, now I just, like, think about God and just calms me down. It's helped me a lot. And that's like one of my bigger things at work. That gets me down. And that's just helped so much. That's awesome. <laughs> I was thinking, hey, Lisa, remember, was it last week when we were talking about that scripture about God giving you desires of another?
particular thinking, the things that you desire, that's what he's going to give you. But if you put emphasis on he gives you the desire, gives you what you're desiring, it's like, whoa, he gives you both. Your desires and they're all good and he gives you what it is.
Have something to share? Or when I called them on 
on Wednesday, I think. No, it was Thursday. Thursday? That, like, um, I was wondering if me and a friend could come visit, uh, my mom. Like, yep, there's, and the list was already full. All my other family members were trying to get in to go visit my mom. And then they're like, yep, she can have up to five visitors. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, Hasn't, was it the same day that Anna said that only two people, only one person at a time oh yeah. could be Yeah, two there. by the bedside and one, like, or three total, but only two by the bedside. And then that happened, I'm like, okay, that's awesome, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you very much, hung up, and then... So yesterday, um, me and John went to Hamilton to go pray for my mom. And on the way, we were just talking about God the whole time. John's teaching me all kinds of stuff the whole way. <laughs> it was incredible. And then uh, <laughs> we got there. And and when we finally got to my mom's bedside, she, was, she just looked like she was in a lot of pain. And I think she was happy to have visitors. John like hold her hand and I don't know I just felt like that's what Jesus would do right and it just made me so excited for what Jesus is going to do in all of our lives and then before we left John gave and my mom has been there for quite some time and she was like really sweaty and and I don't know and then John just gives her a kiss on the forehead and then I just have to cry because John didn't care if she was sweaty or whatever John just loved my mom, and she's, he's never even seen her before. <laughs> like, that was just so encouraging, and I love that so much. And I know that's what Jesus would do if he was here on this earth. And yeah, that was, that was my highlight of the week. <laughs> Not hard to love your mom. She's, <laughs> she's a sweetheart. I love her, and I'm excited to see her at the Bible study soon. all I have for the message today.
And, you know, in Jeremiah 20, he gives up. And he says in verse 7, You deceived me, Lord, and I was deceived. You overpowered me, and I prevailed. I am ridiculed all the day long. Everyone mocks me. Whenever I speak, I cry out for flaming violence and destruction. So the word of the Lord was brought, has brought me insult, reproach all, all the day long. But if I say I will not mention his word or speak any more in his name, his word is in my heart like fire. And a fire shut up in my bones. I am weary of holding it as And there's times, I don't know if you've had, you know, I've had enough, you know, I, I give up. And then there's that burning desire in me again. And, you know, just a simple conversation in a barbershop gives you that hope again. So, you know, inspiring thing. But one thing, too, when I read this, and then you go back to Jeremiah chapter. Thank you. 
that you've all given us the courage to share and that we're not afraid anymore, Lord. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for for all the people in our lives, Lord, all our family members. God, we pray that you, everyone that's not saved and that doesn't see you in their lives yet, Lord, I ask that you, you just pound on their hearts and you change the way they the way they see you, Lord. how much you love them. God, and I ask that you turn up in the evil That we'll see them here soon too. I pray all this for Jesus' name. Amen. some new people here so I think we'll do the um, everybody says something or says their name and something about them. I'm Raymond and I love Jesus. <laughs> I'm Nancy Raymond's wife and I also love Jesus very much. Uh, I'm Poncho and I also love Jesus. <laughs> yeah okay. Can't get this.
<laughs> That's awesome. I'm John. I love desserts. I'm Steph, and I love lots of things. My daughter, Lexi. Um, <laughs> to have you at our house and I welcome you here. I'm excited to have you in our group. And that's my granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs>
ready to get baptized, I did what was requested. I asked everyone to forgive me that I ever did wrong or that I knew that I could. I tried to live better. talking and we started talking about stuff that we didn't like about our church or that we didn't agree with stuff like that
when, once I got to work, my almost, I think it was the first day of Monday, around, I think it was around work, I phoned them, stopped working, died, I could turn it on every now and then, so I didn't know that, that I was still okay and everything, but we didn't have, I couldn't, we couldn't text, we couldn't argue, or whatever it was, that would have been going on. <coughs> So that was the whole week. I I I told her I texted her not to told her to give me a Bible. And but yeah. I couldn't really talk and then I came home on Friday night and then on that, that Saturday we started going to Bible club.
went from not knowing the Bible, not reading the Bible, and about nine months of being asked to read a Bible study. That's what God can do. <laughs> and <clears throat> I have a few verses here that I went through my uh, my verses today that I uh, marked at the very beginning when we got when I got saved. So. died with Christ and he has set you free from the spiritual powers of this world. So why do you keep on following the rules of this world such as no candles or lights you don't touch? Such rules are mere human teachings about things that deteriorate as you use them. These rules may seem wise because they require strong devotion, pious self-denial and severe bodily discipline, but they provide no help in conquering a person's evil desires. God's masterpiece, he has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things he has planned for us long ago. And I also have Titus, am I pronouncing that right? Titus. Titus. Titus 2, verses 11 to 14. salvation to all people, and we are instructed to turn from God, godless living and sinful pleasures. We should live in this evil world with wisdom, righteousness, and devotion to God, while we look forward with hope to that wonderful day when the, glo the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ he gave, life. he gave his life to free us from every kind of sin, to cleanse us, and to make us That's awesome. <laughs> that was so good.
other thing I wanted to say, it's, I don't want it to sound like that I couldn't get saved because of the church I was going to or because of Anna. <laughs> Nobody ever put a gun to my face and said, you can't do this or that. I, I could have at any point that I decided to, but at the same time, there's so many rules and there's friends that you lose and all that stuff once you do decide to follow Jesus so that was a big a big one why but also again it has nothing to do that you can't or that's just once you decide to follow Jesus that's what you have to do mm-hmm. that's right I made a whole bunch more after that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh, I think we all did. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing, though. That was amazing. So today, I want to talk about the goodness of God and just what God does for us and how He works in our lives and other people's lives and just everything he, He's doing. So... <laughs> Um, so my first question is, what has God done for you? Um, just thinking about it, just thinking about the something that God has done for you, just put a little smirk on your face, a little smile, because you know how, how awesome it is. Does anybody have something to share? He has shown that you don't need to fear anything. That's awesome. That is awesome. That is incredible. Yeah, true. You ruined my plan, John. Goodness of God. Just revealing to me that I don't. I can't do it myself. Like it's not by works. It's none of my great deeds or acts or trying to be good to ever be good enough. Mm-hmm. Jesus said that the work that you should work is to believe. I get that. He was so good. I obviously didn't deserve anything he gave me. He's like, just believe. And when that belief, when you get that belief, then the things that I say Anybody else have something to share? Yeah, I was reading through Colossians this week. I just loved it. Um, Colossians 1. Don't drift away from the assurance you, you receive when you 
preferred the good news. The good news has been preached all over the world, and I, Paul, have been afraid of the God's children to proclaim it. That was, that was just, God was talking to you, I read that. There was another one. I love that. those verses too. So good. I so see good. that verse. I'm like, was that probably like the hundredth time we've read that verse? I know. Yeah. It's, you know, it's still revelation. It's new again. Yeah. 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 Jesus' instructions are so simple. So simple. Um. Some of my favorite things God has given to us are discussed in Second Peter. Verse one, uh, oh sorry, chapter one, verses three and four. If I could get Doof to read that. Second uh, <laughs> Peter. <laughs> chapter one, uh, verses three and four. everything to live a godly life like that means anybody whatever state they're in or whatever job they're working he has already given you everything to live a godly life no matter where you are or what you're doing i just think that's amazing because like nobody can get away from god <laughs> like or living a godly life either like it's just amazing and and he gives us so many reasons to live a godly life, like all those precious promises. We have every reason to stay within, with it, with God. Like, it's just amazing. And I love that he gives us... That uh, at the end of uh, verse 4 there, it says, These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human de desires. That's one thing that just stands out to me like crazy, to escape human desires. Like, who would have thought that was even a possibility? <laughs> like, that's crazy. Everybody's always talking about, well, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, you gotta set your goals, you gotta, you gotta make money while you can, while you're young, and all this other stuff, and those are just their desires. That's not God's will for you or anything like that. Or any other desire that might come from being <coughs> human.
like us to read James 1, 17, verse 17. Who can I pick on? <laughs> Yafa, do you want to read that? James 1, 17. Okay. <laughs> Coming her way. <laughs> it's only, the next one's only 20 verses long. <laughs> Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down from God our Father. That is so good. He's constantly, he's constantly giving us stuff and and spiritual like encouragement and everything, everything we have in our life. So this is one of the big reasons why we always pray to Him and thank Him <laughs> for all this stuff because He's given us everything that is in our life, right? Like our faith or everything he's given us all the precious people in our lives all the believers around us he's given us all our family all our friends like all our brothers and sisters in christ that that's god he put those people there to help encourage us and to just live godly lives he also gives us prosperity in all that we do all the work we do all the people we help, anyone that you may encounter at work, and you just you just encourage them with encouraging words. Yeah. Give them a word of God. Tell them Jesus loves them. Like that's all because of God that <laughs> we can even do that in the first place. It's so awesome. And so often when you want to encourage someone, you end up being so like way more encouraged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. that's true. And He also gives us place to sleep, stuff to eat, <laughs> like we're never, never short on food, we always have somewhere to lay our head down at night, like, that's not even a worry in the back of our mind, we already know he's going to support us in that area, like, it's just amazing to think about that. <clears throat> but what is the greatest gift of all from God? <laughs> God gave us his son. And Jesus lived and died for me and for Anna and for everybody here and and everybody on earth. Everybody on earth he died for. And it's just so amazing that he went through all that he went through for us. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, like this week, she was writing the number on the side of a panel and then numbers 316. Right away I thought of that, just made me happy. I think of that too, that same thing. How like, Jesus died for the sin of the world. Like, everyone's sins are forgiven. Already, like when he died. People don't know it. People don't want to know it for whatever reason, you know. Like everyone can have what Jesus died for. Not just when when you believe, then you. Well, it is when you believe, then you get it. But he did it a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um. If we all turn to, if, could we all turn to Luke 9, verse 35? Luke 9, verse 35. Then a voice from the cloud said, This is my son, my chosen one. Listen to him. I love that verse because God never talks to the disciples except for right then. And... He doesn't say, follow me or listen to me. He says, listen to my son. Because Jesus' life, his life that he lived as a human on earth is the best guide for our lives. His whole life on earth, he lived as a man to show us how we should live and how we can live. I just think that's incredible. And <laughs> yeah, that's when... Um, is it Peter, James, and John, and Jesus all go up on the mountain to pray, and then Elijah and Moses show up, and Jesus starts glowing white, and and then Peter just blurts out that he should build a tabernacle for all of them, and all this, and all of a sudden a cloud overshadows Peter, uh, or the disciples, and that's God just talking, just, this is my son, listen to him. <laughs> I just think that's so amazing. I think it's, uh, I forget what other gospels are in Like when Peter was still speaking, God just like interrupts him. He's like, stop talking, listen to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. awesome. I think that applies to us too. Sometimes we need to like stop talking, we need to listen. I've really learned that recently. We need to listen to what God has to say. And you get so blessed when you do. <laughs> That's incredible. I just love Jesus' life lived. It's so good. So good. Um, and in, so that's Jesus' life lived. Like, he was, he's our guide. He's our everything, our example. And he answers so many questions that we have if we just look at what he did in his life. And in his death, he, all our sins were forgiven through that. Every single sin, like you guys were saying. He died for the world's sin, which was incredible. And back in the day, they didn't have that. It was sacrificing animals every time you sin, and you were considered unclean for the rest of the day if you committed a sin, even after the sacrifice. The next, or what was it, at night, then you were back to being righteous. It's just so crazy how different it is in the New Covenant. It's so amazing.